Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Uh, if we're going to talk about people taking a lot of time off, let's talk about Molly Brown. <laughs> <laughs> How long has she been gone? <laughs> How long do you need to be off after you give birth? Yeah! Matt's she's going to go play golf in South Carolina. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Matt Hamilton, stellar teammate, just, <laughs> just above the board. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not super good at building myself up. I can tear others down below my level, but building myself up isn't always my strong suit. You don't like being wrong or accountability, and then you get defensive. I don't like accountability. I am trying to set up my life to have as little accountability as possible, and y'all, y'all just keep dumping more accountability on my plate, and I don't want it. Well, you're going to be really upset if you end up... Uh, Start of the family, like Miss Molly Brown, who is back. Let's welcome Molly Brown back to the show. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, Molly, I'm super glad you're back, but I I feel like I very rarely got welcome backs like this. And we were gone about the same amount of time. Yeah, but uh, I mean, my my absence is planned, where I feel like a lot of your absences aren't planned. Kind <laughs> ah, of just thrown so that's on people. the difference. You, I think not, so. you gave him a nine month notice. Yeah, not yeah, not even the kid, not even the kid aspect of it. But I don't know. Maybe yeah. I just prepared people for it. You know, <laughs> a lot of times also, I feel like Jim is just kind of like here, not even realizing that you're not coming in. I don't know. <laughs> she also created life. True. You're golf. Oh, that's something I can never do. Thanks, Jim. Yeah. Thanks. I, I mean, can. you can. I can play a role in it, but yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna do it. You're, you're less again. Less accountability. It's probably better for me. But if you have a kid, I would imagine. Hopefully, Jen's not listening. A lot of accountability will be coming into your life. Bad Matt day Hamilton. Day. So Molly Brown is back. Can and we can we play that clip from Molly again? Because well, she did not catch can it. Can I it was set so it good. up, Matt Hamilton? Yes, you're just like a toddler here. I am. So he's excited. Molly, since you've been gone, we've been nominated as best radio team in Madison. You're part of that team. I voted. Well, good, because you're a part of the team. We all want you to win. So you're part of the Rutledge and Hamilton team, along with Alex Strofe. And again, you can go to channel3000.com to vote for it. So maybe in her absence, we've been compiling listeners. So Molly Brown has been with uh, ESPN Madison for how long, Molly? Seems like forever. Oh, goodness. A few years, I guess. Yeah, off and on longer than I have. Yeah. Yeah. So long-tenured Molly Brown has just kind of grown into a star. Uh, she did first watch uh, her podcast about her watching a movie for the first time and giving feedback for it. Uh, she's been a part of Rutledge and Hamilton. She's produced. She's been on the air, and then she, you know, brought life into the world. So yeah. she took some time <laughs> off, and we're happy to have her back. She'll continue to be a part of the show. She hosts Molly's game on this show, which uh, is basically a betting game that we play. We also uh, will try to involve her more as the year goes along. So welcome back, Molly Brown. But Matt Hamilton had this to say <laughs> when Boy. he was pushed on his absences and his proudness of being here 70% of the time. Uh, if we're going to talk about people taking a lot of time off, let's talk about Molly Brown. <laughs> <laughs> How long has she been gone? <laughs> How long do you need to be off after you give birth? Yeah! <laughs> That's she's going to play golf in South Carolina. So you happy to be back, Molly? I am happy. Uh, I mean, I don't even know what to say to that, Matt. Like, 
I mean, I don't know. Does it make you feel better that I was gone for three months that you don't look as bad? Yeah, no, it totally. Like, <laughs> like we're the same but different. I love it. You go on maternity leaves, I think. I go on maternity. <laughs> you go on maternity. <laughs> oh, man. At least you win when you leave to go on these golf tournaments. It would kind of stink if you didn't win, right? Yeah, sometimes. Well, sometimes that's usually what happens in curling. Oh, oh. man, I won a tournament last year. Are you better at golf or curling right now? Definitely <laughs> curling. Definitely, definitely curling. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. Hey, that is also true. <laughs> well, we have now established that whenever Matt is gone, he is now on maternity. Thank you, Molly Brown. Leave. I, I think I like that. I'm here for that. Oh, it's happening. So I'm Good. glad you're on board. Good. Thanks to Molly Brown. Back instantly providing more uh, than Matt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're welcome. Oh, my gosh. So, Molly, uh, you've been gone. Lots of things have happened in the sporting world. Has anything jumped out to you? You've been listening to the show as well. So anything you want to chime in on during the time you've been gone? Because it's been, what, I would assume like three months? Yeah. Roughly? Okay. It's been 12 weeks. 12 three weeks. Three months. There you go. <laughs> um, I mean, Rodgers isn't the quarterback anymore. That's probably the biggest change since I yeah. left, right? Oh, man. I don't that's know if crazy. you want to talk about it. Who wants to talk about it anymore? Am I right? Well, I don't know. How'd you feel? Feeder, feeder our question. I, I'm curious what Molly has to say about your poll question All right. based on this. Ooh, let's hear it. So the poll question that I have out there, and I'll, I'll set it up again real quickly, that let's assume, let's say Aaron Rodgers goes to New York, and he does really well. And now, let's say Jordan Love looks meh. Let's say he has Justin Fields passing numbers from, let's say, two years ago, which okay. were definitely bad. So, And the, let's say the Packers win five games, so they have like the fifth overall pick. Okay, Top two teams, they're taking quarterbacks. You can't get that top quarterback in the draft. So now, Goody's probably on the hot seat, so is the floor, because it back-to-back, non-playoff season, back-to-back losing seasons. Kirk Cousins on his way out in Minnesota, it sounds like. So everyone initially said, oh, Aaron Rodgers would just go to Minnesota. Like, force his way to Minnesota. Um, yeah, so what, what would bother you more? Aaron Rodgers going to Minnesota to play for the Vikings, or Kirk Cousins appearing on Green Bay to be their starting quarterback? Which would bother me more. Yeah. Because yeah. you got the Minnesota connect in your house, too. I so. do. Um, well, it's funny, though, because he, my husband is a Viking fan, but he hates Aaron Rodgers. But he always said that if Aaron Rodgers came to the Vikings, he would cheer for the for Aaron Rodgers on the Vikings. Uh-huh. Right. And so he's he very probably adamant. hated Brett Favre, right? Yes. And then, until he comes, yeah. until he came to Minnesota, and then he's cheering for Brett Favre because that's his quarterback. So I guess what would bother me more, uh, see, I wouldn't be bothered if Kirk Cousins was a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers because he's not a bad quarterback. He just has. Thank you. He just has this outlook. Or people just have this outlook on him that he is so much worse than what he is. Would he be my top choice for a quarterback? Probably not, but he's I mean, a lot better than the people that you can get out there. He's been like top 10, top 12 for the last like three years on the Vikings. Yeah, he's like one of the top passer ratings, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely solid numbers. Like, if it didn't work out with Jordan Love, if we had a, like a small little blip, I just feel like Rodgers going there. He's a Packers Hall of Famer. He goes to the Vikings. That's two of your three Hall of Fame quarterbacks went to a rival's team. That is something that's going to be like a weird stat in history forever. Like, I guess, in, but do you 10 think... 10 years, I'm not even going to remember Kirk Cousins was a Packer. But like, do you even think that Rodgers would be able to get the job done in Minnesota? Well, here's the thing. Based on Jim's like, pre- setup, Rodgers just won the MVP and the Super Bowl in New York. Well, I said he got to the Super Bowl. Or he got to the Super Bowl. So he is now an MVP again, a five-time MVP, and has gone to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You probably don't leave that team because he just got there. But 
There is assets on Minnesota that I think appeal to uh, Aaron Rodgers. He specifically liked Justin Jefferson. He had, mm-hmm. was hoping for Justin Jefferson. Obviously, that didn't work out for him. Got Jordan Love instead. <laughs> no, and I mean, the other weapons that they have too, right? Like Hawkinson. I think Addison is the new guy. Addison's the new guy. Too. That K.J. Osborne doesn't look too bad. I mean, I the Rodgers ain't going there, and Kirk Cousins, more likely than not, isn't going to Green Bay. But I, I have trouble thinking that people would have a worse time with Kirk Cousins for like a season or two than knowing for the rest of eternity that Aaron Rodgers yeah. and Brett Favre in back-to-back careers decided that they were going to stick it to the Packers and yeah. go play for a rival. Can I ask a question? If, Jim, for you too, if you yeah. were a Packers fan, would you rather have Kirk Cousins or Jordan Love? Oh, dude, I'd rather take Kirk Cousins you this laughing? season. Like uh, right d- now, this moment in time? And you, who's going to give the Packers the best chance to make the playoffs or get like the more wins? Kirk uh-huh. Cousins. So this is funny, and I want to get... 100%. Matt is... So, Alex, what do we call Matt right now? Because we played a game, the Tinder time, of like, would you be mad if uh, Jordan Love turned into quarterback X? Yeah. And he was... He hemmed and hawed Molly. So basically we said, hey, if Jordan Love turns into Patrick Mahomes, you'll be thrilled. Yeah. So we got to Justin Herbert, and he's like, eh, I don't know. So, I mean, Matt Hamilton has an incredibly high standard for well, what... He said no to Kirk Cousins. I have a theory. He said no to Matt Ryan. Spoiled. I do have a theory on this, though. But now he'll take Kirk Cousins on his team. So I don't know well, exactly what we're calling no, him. No, we're saying this. If you're looking at one season this year, you need to get as many wins as possible. You have two choices at quarterback. I don't think it's a weird statement to say that Kirk Cousins has higher potential in a one-season battle than Jordan Love. Okay. He's just proven Daniel Sloth chimes in. So glad Molly is back. You wonder what I was laughing about. She literally gave us more useful info in five minutes than Matt has in three months. Oh, God. Hey, hey, Jim already made that joke. Good one. It's just facts, man. I know. I know. Molly, go have another baby. There's a gestation period, Matt. You still got to ride it out for a while. Yeah, I know. I know. This is brutal. Anyway, Molly, so, so hard to be mad at Hamilton. This is my argument. As Molly when, returns from maternity when, uh, leave. <laughs> yeah. People that, are so mean to me, Matt Hamilton. Everybody's Take a, ego takes a shot on this show. Take another maternity. Molly is so mean to me. Molly's sweet. I like Molly, and the fact that Molly's nice to me is she burned enough you of a reason. worse than anyone else did. <laughs> yeah, okay, but that was love. Leave. That was the same reason that we talked about with Ryan Wolersheim yesterday. Do Molly would not say anything snide to me if she didn't know that I could take it and we were friends. But Exactly. Like, if we weren't friends, she would be super cordial. So, Matt and I, or Alex and I don't love you? Oh no, you guys clearly do, but I like it's Everyone sweeter so coming from Molly. <laughs> okay. I mean, she's nicer than you guys. It's just the I long just and the it short nicer. of it. Yeah. So my theory on the quarterback thing. <laughs> I want to get back to this. Because <laughs> anyways. Jordan yeah, Love being so. an average quarterback, I think is the worst thing that could possibly happen to the Packers. He's either got to be great and he's the guy, or he is booty, and you can move on and try for the next guy. Because if you're just fine... I absolutely... No, no, no. I no pause there. I absolutely yeah. disagree with you. I think he can totally be a game manager, and it'd be perfectly okay. Because how many... We've had, what, two decades of, quote-unquote, great quarterbacks? Yes. You're leading like, right in for me, so keep going. Like... What is that proven to you? So all that the Green Bay Packers need is a game manager, and you could possibly get farther or just as far as you have with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. True, and I totally agree that a game manager can get you as far (laughs) 
not maybe necessarily the win of the Super Bowl, but as far as Rodgers has gotten us lately, which is NFC Championship game, mm-hmm. loss. Now, lots of average quarterbacks make it and win NFC, AFC Championship games. If you go back 25 years, 30 years, go to the beginning of the Brett Favre era, if you look at the quarterbacks that were very good and great, and you draw a line, and then you look at just good quarterbacks that have won, serviceable ones, ones that you're saying, if Jordan Love could just be that, we might be okay. There has only been two Super Bowl winning good quarterbacks in the last 30 years. Everyone else falls into that very good to great category. Who are these quarterbacks? The two that I'm thinking of are... So at the start, I I can throw a third one in. Trent Dilfer, that's the first one on this list. The next one was Joe Flacco. Okay. And Joe Flacco arguably was was right in between the uh good and great. He was close. He got paid like he was very great and the Ravens thought he was very great, but he turned out to just be good. There's look, you He got, was the highest paid quarterback you, you in the NFL for a season. Nick Foles, Eli Manning, I mean, Eli Manning winning Eli the Super Manning Bowl is a two-time is Super Bowl champion. That's his legacy. Otherwise, he was... Are yeah. you going to put him under very good, though? Yes. Eli Manning is, is a very good because football player. Because he won the Super Bowls, right. but he, like that is kind of a chicken or the egg thing. Like Eli so you're saying that if Eli... Matthew Stafford? He never won those Super Bowls. Matthew Stafford? He's a very good football player. Did you think that when he was a Lion... Yes, I did, and I thought I felt bad because you're, other than Megatron was all line yeah. for your. Okay, it's a little dramatic. bit for myself. Yes, agreed. But I don't think <laughs> I don't think that there's any chance that Jordan Love is going to be Matt Stafford quality. Like if 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 then then we're moving the bar lower for what Jordan Love can be. If if Matthew Stafford is just good, then do you really think Jordan Love could be as good as Matt Stafford? That seems like a pretty high bar. I'm just saying that if you throw Eli and Matt Stafford in the very good category with Ben Roethlisberger and all the guys that are better, there's not that many game managers that can win a Super Bowl. It doesn't happen very often. You need greatness to get you over the hump. And whether Eli was great or he was just clutch when he needed to be, he got it done two times. So that, to me, maybe he's very good most of the time, but if he's excellent in times that matter, which he proved, then that that would be good enough to maybe win a Super Bowl. I just we don't know what we have in Jordan Love, and for him to go out and be a Jimmy Garoppolo isn't going to get it done for the Green Bay Packers. You know, it's it's good to have Molly back because now Matt Hamilton can take L's from me, Strofe, and <laughs> Molly Brown. If you don't want to take L's and you want to be a winner, go to Ho Chunk Gaming Madison. Sixty three million dollars in jackpots so far this year. Two hundred forty eight thousand dollars is the biggest jackpot so far. Two million dollars. Just last week alone, and forty-three thousand dollars was won in one jackpot just last week alone. Molly, we will. Are you gonna? Are you, can you have Molly's game ready for us? We have enough games. Can you do that later? This? Can you bring that back tomorrow, or do we want to wait till next? Let's let's bring that back next week. Okay. Molly's Molly's game will be back next week. We'll find some games. We'll let you ease back into it. We know that uh, you have a, a higher threshold for uh, doing work than Matt Hamilton, but we'll ease back into it. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, but we'll, we'll bring we'll, in from Molly. We'll, we'll, we'll be picking MLB. I know. U- I was going to say, what sports playoffs. are there? We'll pick something. Well, there's we'll some, find something. We'll find There's golf. NASCAR. I mean, we can't do it this week. There'll probably be another golf tournament. F1 racing, that's a popular thing, right? Fastest no. growing sport, isn't it? Something like that? Is it? I love Fastest that stat. Like, nobody sport. watches it, so clearly it's... There you go. 
Let me find some lacrosse matches. Is that yeah, what they're yeah. called? Yeah, I think so. Sure. Okay. Game soccer. Soccer's going on. There you That's go. Matches. Played a lot of FIFA in this maternity leave. I'm not going to lie. I do. <laughs> yeah, I really did. I'm not kidding. I don't blame you. So I downloaded FIFA. It's, it's kind of fun. It's fun. Oh, you get to play the world. Because I just, I don't know soccer that well. So it's like, all right, so you did like a practice run. Like, all right, you're a mm-hmm. beginner. So you kind of play at that level. And then it kind of just bumps you up as you go. Yeah, yeah and then fun. they yeah. have like a World Cup whole thing that we're doing. So like in our house, we have like a whole World Cup tournament going on. So that's pretty fun. Sounds know. like what, a great what, time. What country are you? I am Argentina. Very good. Nice. I've only played with AFC Richmond so far. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> They're in that game? Yeah. That's Ted you can play with all Bundy? of them. Yeah. Ted Lasso? I mean. Ted Bundy. Totally different people. <laughs> We've done this before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ted Lasso, great show, and all of the characters are in the game. A ton, ton of fun for me. This is uh, Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Stress is gonna get figured out. Oh, deep conversation that the waffle house. Hell is strong, father, and a determined mother. Oh, that's why some nights we try to kill each other. But you know it's always love. Molly was uh, so good, we're going to keep her hanging around. We missed her, so we're going to keep Molly Brown in the Everlight Solar Studio. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light. Did you and Molly work out? Uh, you're all into trying... Uh, Breast milk. Could you guys figure out how to get that done? Ooh, we got to figure that out. I, I, I have made a uh, verbal promise to her that if if and when I do have a child, I will be sure to try my wife's breast, breast okay. milk. Because I don't, no offense, Molly, I don't think <laughs> that question going to my wife would go very well. Would that Can be, I try a coworker's breast milk? Would that be required? <laughs> would, like, would that be considered an HR violation? I think Which if both part parties are like cool with it. Yeah, yeah. So and now if Molly like was like, consenting so party. So Molly was that's like, so, you know what? So much worse. I spiked your coffee with breast milk without you knowing that I would take to HR. <laughs> this like you it's probably like that. It's obviously not like a coworker relationship. Yeah, he'd, it's a he'd step actually down from that. recommend you for like a comment. Like he'd want to recommend you for like a blue star yeah. if you did that. <laughs> I only drink breast milk on my terms. <laughs> No, but honestly, like, I, I've i tasted it. It's like sugar water, and it's sticky, and it gets everywhere, and it's it's gross. It's sugar it's water. It stains yeah. stuff, too. Like, and real it bad. stains. Okay. Well, yeah. the more you know. Molly, when you were out, while we're on this right now, we're going to move throwing stones. <laughs> <laughs> what was, like, some of the top three, like, surprising things as because you're you're a parent but as a mother of a new baby an infant this is new to you so what were some things that kind of shocked you a little shocking (gasps) off okay first and foremost the shape of his head when he came out it was disgusting i will have to show you photos we threw a hat on him right away no new baby (laughs) babies are pretty gross oh they look like aliens right well but they also often have a cone head they usually did they give you a heads up like, they gave us a heads up. I'm trying to think. Your baby's going to have a cone head. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Squeeze yeah. a little hard at the forceps. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> it, work, it works itself out quickly. But yeah, cone head is one that ideally they give you a heads up on. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. So we threw a hat on him right away. Yep. Um, next thing, the amount of liquids that are everywhere. Like, just. Yeah. 
No, not even like what you're thinking. Like, just liquids everywhere. That's all I got. I mean, that's all they ingest is liquids at this age, right? Liquids coming out of just yeah, liquids all day. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a lot. Like it's it's messy, all of it. Um, third thing, I guess probably just how much you love them. Like it's it's crazy. Um. Because it's like one second you're like, oh my gosh, you're driving me crazy. You're crying so much. Why are you crying? Oh my gosh, I can't even handle it. And then like they smile at you and you're like, you forget everything else. Uh, It's crazy. It is crazy. But that's probably my top three things that I can think of. Because the last one. You you weren't like one of those. Because so obviously you helped raise some kids with your husband, Mm -hmm. but obviously past the diaper stage did you like i feel like a lot of these new moms go through that like oh we're gonna use reusable washable diapers no didn't even you do didn't it. even no you didn't phase you no. okay good i honestly <laughs> i honestly bought like the bare minimum of stuff what i'm thinking that i'll actually need because i was like if i find that i'm gonna need this then i'll just buy it when i need it so I honestly don't have like a ton of stuff or like went through that phase of, yeah, I'm going to use reusable diapers. No, no, no. Yeah. Like that's not happening. What that. about, was there anything where you're like, as like, I'm going to do this and then quickly like this ain't happening. Oh, I said, I'm not using a pacifier. Not <laughs> using a pacifier. I was like, why? Because it, it messes up their teeth. Yes. It can mess up their oh palate. And I was like, I'm not using that. So for the first three weeks, I didn't use a bottle, didn't use a pacifier. Wow. And then my doctor was like, he can use it. It's totally fine. Then I was like, okay, great. We use pacifier. Oh all my time. Because, gosh! No, we were. If you got an extra, bring it in. There's a couple times I wanted Strofe <laughs> to shut up and just calm him down. I'd put a little pacifier in his mouth. And Matt, him... on the show, if any person is being voted on, most likely to pacifier. It's, 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 it's Matt it's Hamilton. Alex. It's Jim. Me? It's you. Whoa. Wow! Put it up in the poll. I'm polling it. Poll sure. It. Uh, <laughs> the biggest baby on the show is Matt Hamilton. No, absolutely. No. So, uh, but with the pacifier thing, like we. Similar, we didn't like not use it, but we tried to be very judicious with it. Like, yep. you don't want to. Also, you don't want to create. You don't want to have Linus walk. Or no, that's the blanket. But you don't want to have your kid walking around. Sorry for anyone listening. Everyone's judging you if you're the kid that's got the pacifier walking around the library or walking around. Like, you can't give a pacifier all the time. They'll never self soothe. So mm-hmm. you did give yourself a head start after you probably suffered a little bit. I there. did. Uh, I, I sucked on my thumb as a kid. Of course you did. Obviously. Yes. See, and that part is worse, is bad too, where worse, like yeah. anytime that he puts his hands in my mouth, I'm like, get your hands out of your mouth because like that's even harder to wean off of oh. because it's attached to them. Yep. Like, Interesting. So I don't know. But, but you know, a lot of times you cover up their hands so then they can't do it. Like they have little pajamas have little clips on them. Yeah. They can cover up their hands. Huh. So what, anything else kind of surprise you? Um... I'm trying to think. Gross you How, out with your baby. A little bit of central standard help put him to bed. Just a little like <laughs> dip your finger in your little central standard. I didn't do that, but no. maybe on the next one I will. Um, that it used to be a thing, right? Give your kid a little brandy to put him to sleep. Yeah, that was it's a, a very thing. old Do you thing. do that? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we know what Matt's going to do. <laughs> I mean, well, we're all going to shoot back. Let's bring it back. <laughs> if if Matt ever becomes a dad, we have to bring Jen in here because what oh Matt's expectations are to what Jen's, I assume, <laughs> are too wild. Matt's going to say a lot of things and Jen's going to kill it quickly, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. It sounds like pretty much what I go through now. Matt, can I tell you something that with my friends who are parents, I share things you tell to me about you're going to be like as a dad and we all just laugh at you. Yeah, well, good. Yes. I'm glad I can provide this more. This guy. Thanks. <laughs> Like also, if Molly was like, she's not going to give him a pacifier. Like if I had known that, we would uh-huh. all we all would have chuckled and laughed. About oh that. yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like you think that you're going to be, you're like, I'm not going to be like that parent. But and it's, then like, it's like 
Oh, great. Yeah, but it's like Matt being like, I'm going to make like the, like the spice, I'll make some spicy foods as kids. I'll get used to it. It's like, okay. The food thing, I will say, I, you know, I've been doing something not weird. I saw a video on it. I don't know if yeah. it's true or not. But like when I've been eating food, because he can probably start eating food in about a month or yeah. so. Which is that, crazy, by the way. I just yeah. learned that solid foods for like a three month old is like fine. Cottage cheese is a big one. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I because it helps with like, uh, yeah, and they helps them. They'll have better enunciation. Helps them speak earlier because the work that their tongue and everything has to do. Ah, oh, interesting. I'm gonna have to do that. It's absolutely disgusting. Tiny and I couldn't stomach giving it to oh either one God. of our kids. I, that must be why I'm such a good radio host because I love cottage cheese. I eat a ton of it. Are you a baby? Well, it helps it's my talking. You know, it's helped for talking. And my tongue is got to do a lot of work. Your tongue is not like your biceps. It. it doesn't get bigger if you work on it. No, no, no. Start. No, no, no. Semi glutite. I've been working on my tongue muscles for the show. Nestor Rodriguez has been helping me out. (laughs) That's an HR violation. (laughs) Tongue muscles. But no, I've been making the baby like smell the food that I'm eating because then it gets him to like uh, supposedly enjoy those smells and want to eat that food. I have no idea. Tanya Tanya ate different types of food, but I'm saying like when they're five. And you want to make a meal, most of the time they're going to be like, it's tough to get kids to eat anything but what they're very comfortable See, with. See, we have one kid already, a 10-year-old, that his diet consists of mm, hot dogs, pizza, chicken nuggets, and that's about <laughs> so, it. So it's and my it, diet. And it's horrible. It's literally <laughs> yeah, my diet. Maybe you do need a pacifier. I don't know. But that's one of the, you hey. pick your battles because <laughs> you probably have an easier dinner. We have to sit there and wait out the children until they're so hungry they end up eating. Nice. But it's like, it's chicken and broccoli mm-hmm. and cheese and rice. You like all those things. It's just all together. I don't want to Just put eat them it. on a flatbread. And then it's pizza and then it's your No, gold. it doesn't. They they're not, not allowed to eat bread. Oh, that's right. But they are allowed to eat bread. Jesus. <laughs> Even at my parents' house, my dad's like, Yeah, Molly, welcome back. Do you back. want bread? <laughs> like, for an example, my parents, kind of share the story. I was at my parents' house. My, the girls had a giant Panera muffin for breakfast. And then... Uh, and then I and then like some other bread, like some of them, like a waffle with it and like a banana. This is what they ate before I got up. So my dad's like, I'm gonna make them uh, some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with giant bread from Panera. I'm like, no, <laughs> we want to have pizza tonight. They're they're not gonna get any nutrients. Their body, their little bellies. The point is, Matt, they have little bellies. Bread fills up their little bellies. Yeah. So it is wasteful in their little bellies to fill that with bread. They need nutrients. So, but my dad's like, can you eat bread? I'm like, it's not that we can't eat bread. I just can't eat bread upon bread upon bread. <laughs> Anti-dairy, anti-bread Jim Rutledge. Unbelievable. <laughs> Too much bread. They're going to just soak up and float away. The, the, uh, the idea of a grilled cheese at the Rutledge household is literally they just have grilling cheese. cheese. They will have a grilled cheese for lunch. <laughs> But for breakfast, they have one piece of bread for that grilled cheese. Like, no, you guys are. It's a half grilled cheese. Literally, just get half the sandwich. You guys are laughing at me. Like, I'm the crazy one that would say, if you want a grilled cheese for lunch, then you can't have toast for breakfast. That's it. That's the rule. That's not a a tyrant. Not tyrant. Yes. They don't have. They also never had Pop Tarts in their lives. Wow. Well, that's okay. They have organic Pop Tarts. I still guarantee they're horrendous for you. Because Pop Tart, (laughs) like, if you Google it, could be the worst food on earth for a human being to eat. I see one like every day. <laughs> they really are. If you Google it, it is like the worst food to eat on earth. 
<laughs> Tasty though. Tastes good. Tastes it's a none lot of its better food. Than good food. Like think about it. It's like cardboard yeah, with uh, some sort of. Fit. When it says real fruit <laughs> filling, but spell F R O O T, that is a red flag. I love things that say like no nutritional value. Like when they have to put that on the box, it's like Taco Bell for a while got in trouble because they weren't serving technically meat. Like you want to know a really weird <laughs> thing? In yeah, there was like a thing like came out with Taco Bell. Like uh, this is not necessarily. I thought that was the horse meat thing, but that wasn't qualified here. as meat. So. Uh, in Ireland, I believe, the subways in Ireland, you know, the sub shop, they oh. they, they changed a rule about, like, what could be considered, like, a sandwich and what at, at how much sugar goes into making the bread that they had to classify themselves as a confectionery or change the recipe for their bread because there's so much sugar in the bread at Subway. Ireland's rules force them to change their recipes but like the bread you get at Subway is full of sugar, and I had no idea. Like even the multigrain. Yeah, one? even to the point that this oh, entire country was going to call the bread at Subway a confectionery treat. Taco Bell got <laughs> sued because their meat is only eighty-eight percent beef. <laughs> I don't want to know what the rest That's of it is. That's pretty good. If I'm going to go with 71 is a good percentage, I'll take 88% beef. <laughs> They're still beefier than you are. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. We got a little different definition of uh, who needs a pacifier. Uh, I think Strofe kind of uh, skewed the results. Which member of the Rutledge and Hamilton team most needs a pacifier to shut them up? And of course, like I'm the only one that has the <laughs> cojones to give an opinion that's not everyone's favorite. So I'm going to get the, the pacifier to shut up part of it. But I will say this. I maintain that I was presented as who's the biggest baby on the show. <laughs> but which that's is, not the way anybody else brought it up. Well, I would check in with my... We were talking about who a baby. Do we, who is the so, biggest the direct, baby? On, am the, I the biggest baby on the show? Yes. Oh, the direct okay. quote was, I wish you would have brought the pacifier so I could shut Strofe up. Yeah. But that's what you do when a baby is whining. You give them a pacifier to shut them up. Which, yeah, not, that was the idea. So what I... Like, not necessarily... So, like, and whining, like, when they are, you know, think at their nap, a little hungry... A little tired. Oh, I'm not disagreeing. He's so the like that, baby. I'm saying like that's where I was coming from, and I think maybe Molly was with me because we were talking about an infant, uh, which do not speak. He is infantesque. Yes, infantile. I'm the biggest baby. Absolutely. Huh. He wears that. Yeah, without a doubt. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah. I'm, I mean, that's it. unquestioned. Okay. You cannot figure out your email. Oh no! I, I got it figured out now. It's totally figured out because your big brother did it for you. <laughs> Let's throw some stars. Oh, man. <laughs> the guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. No, 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 this no, is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro no, Kia of Madison, no, no, Madison's no, trusted Kia dealership. 
is time to throw some stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton each and every day. Somebody scours the interwebs. The Adam gotcha. Madison chimes in. Grandpa Hammy, because uh, I love all our fans just reminding Matt that he's old. He's, he's the old. biggest baby on the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, Grandpa is the baby. But Got it. When we try not to do polls that are going to be runaways. If we did who's the biggest baby on the show, I might get some votes just because of age, but it's Matt. So can I throw something out because Matt's laughing? Like, oh, Grandpa uh, Hamilton, and he's a baby. We all agree that at some point you kind of cross, like you start as a baby, but you kind of end as a baby if you get to a certain <laughs> yeah, age. Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. Yeah, so all right. We just want to make sure we're on the same Time's a flat circle. Right. All right, reports coming out October 28th, Ohio State at Wisconsin. Prime time late night kickoff. That's exciting. What yeah. a matchup that is. Matt, how many uh, how many drunk arrests will be made on October 28th <laughs> at Camp Randall Stadium? Wow, that is interesting. So the number will vary greatly depending on how that game goes. I think it will be a little bit uh, lower. I think if the Badgers win it, but I think if they lose it, it might get a little rowdy, especially if it turns out to be a good game. Uh, I'm stoked. I cannot wait to see Fickle go up against uh, Ohio State and see what the Badgers can do, and uh, hopefully the fans can be as excited and good, well-mannered, good-demeanored fans that uh, we expect here in Wisconsin. Um, I'm thrilled for this game. As far as the arrest. It's going to be heavy in the – if you ever want to get a little – just look into what it's like to be a college student, just walk in that entrance for the student section and you'll just see a literally gaggle of kids crying who have been arrested for public intoxication oh, yeah. at Camp Randall. I lived across the street from that entrance. I, I lived that. <laughs> How many games have you gone to at Camp Randall? <sighs> More as a child. I, I have to be – I would say in between – I want to say between 15 and 20. In the last decade. Decade, probably closer to like 10, 11. Can we, can we get you to this game? Will you come to this game? Yeah, I'll come to this Do, house. I, I, if I, you're I, around. Have either of you been to Bucky Jail? No. 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 Uh, me neither. No. no. My brother went. That was rough. What is I don't I mean I've seen them they're like caged under the bleachers for yeah pretty much yeah, they scared me once they put me in the back of a squad car on Breeze Terrace Road because I was skateboarding on the street. It's closed street, and they told me not to skateboard on it. And when I did not get off my skateboard quite as quickly as they wanted, they put me in the back of a squad car. Shocked. Yeah. I can't even believe it. I was being nothing but courteous and following the rules. You guys watching this uh, this Division Two state championship game? No. For baseball? No. Denmark, my alma mater, tied in the bottom of the third with St. Thomas More, 1-1. Looking for the third straight state title. Any interest there? Yeah, no. that's awesome, dude. Go Denmark. Let's go. It's roll Vikes. Huh? Yeah, it's a roll long time Vikes. To say that. Yeah, roll Vikes. All right. Today, June fifteenth, National Photography Day. Jim Rutledge, what's the greatest photo you've ever taken? Well, I mean, the photos of my children after their birth. No, shut after up. Their I head, but else. so, I, well, I just have to get that out there. I would say, in honor of the previous question, 2010, the night that David Gilreath returned the opening kickoff, uh, 97 yards for a touchdown, the Badgers beat number one Ohio State 31-18. You're allowed on the field with five minutes to go if you're a press member. So I was down on the field, and I have a photo, and I've shared it before, of me in the middle of the field with my arms up, and everyone rushing the field, having a great time, and that was a really fun photo. And I followed Gabe Karimi 
out of the mass of fans who were on the football field into the locker room to do the interviews because Gabe is a massive human being. So I just said, I'm going to get behind Gabe Creamy and I'll just follow, follow, your blocker. It, follow him into, follow the, your uh, blocker. into the press room. That's it worked perfect. out, but that was a pretty fun photo. Nice. Huh, um, so, I mean, there's a lot of really great ones from the Olympics. Like, probably the best photos. The best ones probably, me and my wife do a anniversary like recreation photo of one of our our wedding photos one of them and that has consistently gotten better and better over the years as far as entertainment so you're in the photo yeah meaning you didn't take the photo uh no no i didn't so the question i asked was what's the greatest photo you've ever taken and you just told me a picture that somebody else took of you well that's Kind of like my idea of take a photo right now is not me taking the photo. Shut up. Jim wins. <laughs> cry about it, loser. I, take I, a no, pacifier. This is Roger and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You guys just don't know what it's like to have people want to take photos of you. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, a finalist for Best of Madison Radio Team. Vote at channel3000.com. People really like this show. Cause I love you more than I could love myself. Mama said don't fall in love again. She remembers all that I forget. Yeah, I tried so hard. What's it say about Matt Hamilton where during the break he's like, I don't have any good photos on my phone. I just let people take pictures of me and send them to me. Like, I feel like Matt Hamilton's not curious about the world that isn't Matt Hamilton, is the way that I kind of take that in. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Strofe, you shook your head yes. Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton, Alex Strofe with you. Is that uh, kind of a fair assessment there? What does that say? 844-770-3776. What does it say about Matt Hamilton, where most of his phone photos are photos of himself that are sent to him by other people. That's because I'm living in the moment. I'm living in the here and now. I'm not buried in a cell phone. Someone else will take a photo. They can send it to me. That's great. I appreciate you doing it, but I was busy just drinking in the moment. I feel like we've been dogging Matt a lot today, so here's one more for you. <laughs> he just loves him some him, right? Yeah. Like, That's, well, are we surprised by this? Everyone on this show loves them some them. Everybody on this show. Nobody more than you, buddy. Right, true. That, that that speaks to it, Matt. Yeah. We all have an ego. Yeah. But you are king ego on a show full of egos. Ooh. I've earned it. Do you think you're king ego? Would you agree with that? I mean, in this room with you and Jim, yeah. Okay. That's my, not that was like, my question, yes. Yes. Not like, like when I was at the BMW and I was around some other guys, like I wasn't going to start Ouch. razzing Ken Griffey Jr. because- one, I don't think his ego would allow for a curler to make fun of him. You know okay. what I mean? Like, Good save. There's, I was like, some, there's wh- some strong egos out there. I, I, I'm just strong for my current situation. I'm still a small fish in a big pond when I go elsewhere. The Emma Madison reminds us we need to respect our elders. Quit uh, getting yeah. after Matt. Mostly you, Alex. Stop dogging me. So it's the youngsters that do it, Matt. I know. Ryan Wolfersheim yesterday yeah. and, and Strofe today. The youngsters get after you. So Since where are these young kids so emboldened? That's my question. Emboldened. Good word. Thanks. Nice. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Matt Hamilton loves him some man. But for a second there, Alex, it was also insulting. It was like, well, like in this room, like I earn it. I am clearly the best for a reason. But otherwise, 
Like when I'm around really famous people, then I'm more humble. Do you yeah. th- do you think Matt liked us better today or a week ago today when he was at the BMW? Where, where, do you think he? Do you think we've gone down in his? Yeah. I, don't think he, I don't think we. He thought of us once when he was at. That w- that's not what I'm No, asking. I mentioned oh, okay. you guys one time in a radio thing that oh, I didn't did? tell oh, Alex oh, about. No, which I asked you to tell me about. Man, I didn't even know I was doing it until like five minutes. I, I didn't need to know about it live. I just need to know about it after the fact. Nah, I just mentioned you guys. That was it. We talked about golf. It wasn't good content. JJ I just sent you if it was good content, Strofe. JJ and Pornette chimes in. Point of clarification regarding Matt's skateboard story. It is illegal to ride a skateboard on any street in Wisconsin. Yeah, that was what they told me. So that was in Wisconsin. <laughs> and But here's the thing. The reason I thought it was okay is because that street on game days is closed. No, no cars are on that street. So I was like, if no cars are going on either way, I didn't think there was anything wrong with skateboarding on it. I'm going to defend you. That's a weird flex. Like, not by you. I'm saying, that, like, what do they do to you? So what happened is I was heading down the street on my skateboard. There's a slight little hill. I was riding it down. Mm-hmm. As I go by the cop car who's busy telling some kids that they can't drink on the street and they got to stay in their lawn or whatever, mm-hmm. he tells me, like, hey, no skateboarding in the street. Mm-hmm. So I get off my board, start walking it back up the hill back towards my house. I'm literally like... So how old are you? I'm college age. I'm 21, 22, okay. 22 okay. probably. Because so, in my head, I thought, like, child. No, okay. no, no, no. So uh, this is Badger Day. This is, this is the Ohio State game day. Okay. When so, we beat, the, uh, beat Ohio State. Okay. So I'm literally at my house, and I'm literally, I set my board down so I could kick, push one time and just go into the driveway. Uh-huh. And the same cop was behind me, sees me set it down. I kick and get onto the driveway, and he comes up and, like, grabs me by the wrist and puts me in the back of the car after he cuffs me. I was going to say because I rode a skateboard on a closed street, closed. I was going to say that I thought it was a little excessive for the police officer, but he did tell me not to ride it. And I, I mean, again, well, I wasn't age, even trying to push it. Your age, your age, and the day. So mm-hmm. if it's a Badger game day, I would imagine everyone's annoying, and yep. you're a grown ass man at that point. Totally. And now, so now I, I thought you were like a child, and no. he was just flexing on you. No, I mean, he, he was. You, you got what you deserved. No, no, yes, no, 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 no. I w- literally was putting my skateboard away. I was listening to him. I was going to ride around a little bit longer, but he told me to go home. So when I got home, I like set it down literally 10 feet from the driveway. And he was like, oh, skateboard in the street again. I just told you not to. I'm going to arrest you. Yeah, but you got to Fortunately, he just sat me back there and he's like, did you think about what you did? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I feel really bad. And then now we don't have to do it anymore. Matt hates accountability, right? I mean, like... I felt so bad that I rode that skateboard the second time. Uh, I, I bet. I bet you Yeah, just I learned the error of my ways. Honestly, I, I've never skateboarded in the street since then. How are you with arguments with your wife? I lose them all. Do you accept that quickly, or does it take a while? Oh, no, no, no. It's drawn out. There's fights, anger. I'm in the doghouse, hey, and then I accept. How's, how's that answer your question with accountability? Right. I've told you guys I don't want to be accountable. <laughs> I avoid them all like to play because I'm usually wrong. So to say, you know what? I am Same. wrong. Same. Uh, this is Roger Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. See ya.